An entitled car salesman demands that I finance the car I'm trying to buy, claiming that by buying it outright, I would be denying him any kind of commission money and that I would be hurting his family and kids by buying this car straight up. And I've never been more blown away by somebody's entitlement in my life. Here's what happened. So for a bit of background, after selling my motorhome and SUV, I had the cash to buy our next car outright. And that's what I intended to do. I go find the car I wanted and I go to the dealership to buy it. The test drive is great the car is great, I am ready to get the deal done. First, I'm given the final price sheet with a $1,500 warranty that I neither asked for nor was asked about, so I tell him to take it off. I then have to go through his entire sales pitch and listen to him fighting me on it, but I win. I'm not getting their extra warranty when the car is still under the manufacturer's warranty anyways. Next, he gives me a form to sign to get details for my credit check, so I tell him that I'm not financing it. He leans back with a big sigh like I'm being difficult, but I just ignore him. So I say to him, do you want me to write a check and wait for it to clear to pick up the car? Or do I need to get a cashier's check right now before the bank closes? When I said this, he just gets up and leaves. Literally 30 minutes pass by and I am furious at this point. He comes back with a manager and they both try to get me to finance. They say to me, this is how you build up your credit. But I responded that I already have a great credit score. They then said, you don't want to tie up this money. He tries to ask me some personal questions to make me scared to spend the money. Do you own a house? Do you have a family who relies on you? But I am not playing this game. I have an emergency fund. I just want to buy the car. So is it going to be a personal check or a cashier's check? They then leave and I'm made to wait again. And at this point, I'm starting to get their sunk cost fallacy scheme. The more time I waste trying to get this done, the more likely I'll be to see it through. But at this point, I'm fed up. I get up and I begin to leave and he catches me on the way out. I say to them, are we doing this or what? He's then suddenly apologetic and lures me back into the negotiating room. Then he acts like I just kicked his dog and says that he lost the warranty money and now he's going to lose the financing money. He says to me, I like you, I really do, but I've got to feed my kids like everyone else. Can you just work with me? The amount they give us for sales like this isn't even worth my time. It's ridiculous. When he said that, I literally had to get up to leave again before he would finally take the check. I really should have just walked out. I mean, can you imagine being made to feel like a jerk when you're just trying to buy a whole new car? Overall, I'm honestly blown away, and those guys were massive jerks. That is insane to me, and I cannot believe that you stayed there and decided to buy a car in the first place from them. Like, if I was in your shoes, I would have been out of there. There is no way I'm going to be guilt-tripped into doing something for somebody else like that. Like, seriously, you have the money. You know what you want, and you have picked out the car that's perfect for you. For them to then turn around and be like, wow, what are you doing? Think about my family. Why aren't you just financing it? That is so inappropriate. That's also incredibly unprofessional. Also, look at how long they made you wait. Literally 30 minutes just for them to do nothing. All the while, you're sitting there with your check in hand and you're like, wait a second, what are we doing? It honestly boggles my mind that they would try and stonewall you like that and make you wait just to try and make you give in. So honestly, those guys were super toxic. I think it was a good idea for you to stand your ground and tell them exactly what you want because otherwise you would probably still be waiting in that negotiation room where they would try and make you do exactly what they say. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. My husband and I have been married for 11 years and he had an emotional affair six years ago and I'm still trying to get over it and I seriously don't know what to do. So honestly, I don't really know how or where to begin because I'm not even sure if it's an issue. 
my husband, who's 37 years old, as well as myself, who's 39 years old, have been married for 11 years and together for 13. We have three beautiful sons, and we are one of those couples who are not just still attracted to each other, but we are also best friends. We enjoy each other's company and do mostly everything together. With all of that being said, about six years ago, he had an emotional affair with a co-worker. At that time, we had two small children. Life was busy and exhausting. I never saw that coming, though, as we still, even with all the stress and sleepless nights due to the kids, had a really strong bond on all levels. I discovered the affair through emails that were exchanged when his account was left open on our computer. I had no suspicion, so it hit me completely unexpectedly. When I confronted him, he confessed. He said it started all innocent. There were some lunches spent together, emails exchanged where she expressed how she felt about him. He enjoyed the attention and shared about his life. The worst part about it, though, is that they picked up food after work once and he went to her apartment. It was late at night. He fell asleep on the couch, woke up a few hours later, and then left. At some point later, a kiss happened. Also, this was apparently the only physical thing that ever happened between them. And right when he realized what he was jeopardizing, he swears up and down they never slept together and never has changed his story. When I found out, we were two weeks away from moving overseas. I was heartbroken, but felt I didn't actually have time to process without putting our lives on hold. We quit our jobs, took our kids out of daycare. Our lease was up, and I loved this person so much. I felt I could truly see his regret in his eyes. He was relieved it was out, but had hoped that with us moving, he could close this chapter and start fresh. The first year was very hard. I had to rebuild my trust in a new country, building our lives at the same time. After that, it got easier. He put all the work in that was necessary, was like an open book, and while I never forgot, I definitely forgave him. Now, even a few years later, this seems to have resurfaced. I made a connection with a man for the first time after 13 years, where I feel if I wasn't married, things would look really different. Don't get me wrong, I never cheated. I'm not planning on it. But I've built some sort of emotional connection that is very hard to ignore. With that happening, what happened six years ago keeps coming up. All of a sudden, I see it as more severe as I saw it back then. I was so focused on thinking, well, he didn't sleep with her, it was just one kiss. While now, I feel they must have had a really strong connection. He must have really liked her that this bond built over a few months, and he never stopped it. He kissed her. He lied to me while I was home with our children and he spent time with her. While I went through two pregnancies and being insecure about my own body, he chose the company of a woman who was younger, without kids, never stressed and exhausted, but in the best shape of her life. He broke something in me that all of a sudden, after all these years, comes back and haunts me to this day. I can hardly think about anything else for weeks because all of a sudden, I can relate and realize what a big step it was to step out of the marriage and kiss another person. I trusted him. He was the one person I trusted with everything and he absolutely betrayed me. We went through a lot of obstacles to be together. We built something that he, maybe not destroyed, but did create a crack that never fully goes away. On the other hand, I mean, am I crazy? It was six years ago after all. I'm telling myself to move on and just let this be. Am I being ridiculous? I don't obsess over a kiss. My marriage is honestly great and we still are and have become again best friends and we have a really good love life and partnership. I don't want to bring things up after so many years. At the same time, it keeps my mind busy and I feel it's unfair I have to deal with this while he's the one that brought in this situation. I hate that I did not have time back then to process, get some distance, and think if I can move forward because I felt like I didn't have a choice. I mean, we were moving. What was I supposed to do? I guess I'm looking for some input and feedback on how to go from here and see how other people have forgiven their partners and how they're doing after a few years. I mean, am I allowed to be hurt after forgiving him years ago? What should I do?
I don't think it's unreasonable to feel hurt about the situation. Like, case in point, he really did cheat on you. And that's not fair for you at all. And it's also really nice that you see why that's such a big deal. So personally, I think your feelings are completely valid. But hopefully this can get worked out in the way that you feel is best. You're completely valid and still feeling hurt. And hopefully some kind of solution comes your way. An entitled man-child tries to steal from me when he doesn't win a prize at my booth at a fair. And I've honestly never been more blown away by someone's actions in my life. Here's what happened. So I work for a university project in the United Kingdom, and we attend a lot of different fairs each year to recruit students for our project. This year, I had the brilliant idea of getting a little spin the wheel so those who sign up can win a prize. Now, we're a small project, so we don't have the big budget for things like merchandise, so I've been putting a sign that says better luck next time on three out of the ten slots on the wheel. As I'm sure you can guess, a few entitled people weren't happy when they got nothing. The one that really takes the cake, though, was right at the end of the fair. This particular fair had the highest amount of students signing up just so they could simply spin the wheel, despite having a clear disinterest in the project, which is honestly fine. It happens. About five minutes before the fair closed, a middle-aged entitled man walks up and demands to spin the wheel. I explained to them that you need to sign up, and this is how the interaction went down. The entitled man says, I want to spin the wheel. I say to them, of course. Our spin the wheel is for students who sign up to do the project. Would you like to know a little bit more about it? Before I can even finish the sentence or go any further, this entitled man cuts me off and says to me, no, I want a mug. He then proceeds to scan our sign-up code and sign up in dead silence while I stare at him awkwardly. Once he's done, he spins the wheel and gets a better luck next time spot. I look at him and I say, oh, I'm sorry. Better luck next time. Would you like a pen? I can tell you more about the project if you want. But once again, this guy wasn't having it. He cut me off and said, no, I want a mug. He then points at the mug behind the stall. I say to him, I'm sorry, but I can't do that. He then starts freaking out. Give me a mug right now. You know what? I'm going to spin it again. He then gets another better luck next time. Before I can say anything, this guy looks at me, looks at my water bottle that I'm holding and says, well, give me that then. Now, an important point to note here is that this is my personal water bottle. It has absolutely nothing to do with the project. I say to him, sir, this is my personal water bottle. It is not our merchandise. He then looks at me and says, yeah, give me one of those and just points at the water bottle again. And at this point, I'm just absolutely speechless. This guy then storms off after a few seconds of stunned silence. He screams out, I'm not happy right now, which is like, okay, I'm sorry that I resisted being robbed of my personal possessions. Afterwards, I thought it was hilarious, but I did genuinely think he was going to snatch my water bottle out of my hands at the time. It's even funnier that he was a full-grown middle-aged man acting like a literal toddler having a temper tantrum. Yeah, that was really strange behavior. Like, that guy was really set in trying to get that water bottle off of you, as well as trying to spin the wheel again. It's like, sir, please stop. You're making this really awkward. And like, how can you not know when you go to a fair that signing up for one of these things is literally going to come with a cost? And that cost is your time. Literally your time and you signing up. The wheel is literally just a gimmick so they can meet their quota of people signing up. And you know what? It worked. But unfortunately, this guy felt entitled to pretty much everything he saw. So yeah, his actions were really weird. And I think if I was there personally, I would probably be laughing my head off. My girlfriend gets upset about literally everything I do and even gives me ultimatums, stating that if I don't do certain things for her, she's going to break up with me and move out. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So first of all, we have been dating so far for almost two years. At first, our relationship was incredible. No fights, no arguments, nothing. And as it started as a long distance relationship, we were extremely happy that after a year, we were able to move in together at an apartment. Regarding our back, 
background, I am self-employed in the music industry. I graduated university, making a decent amount of money a month for my age, while also working five to six hours per day from my studio. Since I was 14, I was battling anxiety, self-insecurities, while at the same time, I had anger issues, which came from my own dad. My girlfriend is three years younger than me and comes from a very harsh family environment. Her life as a kid was hard, and unfortunately, she was pretty unlucky. I fell in love with her immediately, and honestly, her character is everything that I ever wanted on a girl. Unfortunately, though, nowadays, I feel like dating a completely different person. At the moment, I am feeding the both of us, if you will, while paying for half the apartment rent, and at the same time, paying my university fees. Her parents help with the other half of the rent, as they are facing some economic issues. However, my girlfriend doesn't work because she has panic attacks and low self-confidence. She doesn't want to study a subject as well, which means that most of her day, she sits in bed, literally watching me work from my PC. This is where the problems start. First of all, everything started from the fact that she feels like I'm not giving her enough attention. I understand that working five to six hours from home could mean that I can take breaks whenever I want, but it doesn't really work like this. I do take breaks, and when I do, I make sure to give her enough attention. Apparently, though, this isn't enough for her, and this is where she starts telling me that I don't love her enough, and so on. Secondly, she is really jealous. She made me get rid of five female friends of mine because she didn't feel comfortable with me seeing them. I tried to tell her that they are just friends and they are in relationships, but she literally wouldn't listen. For reference, I knew all of them for four plus years and it was very hard for me to just never talk to them again. Additionally, for the past four months, she gets mad really easily. For example, if I don't do something right then and there, she will get mad at me. If I don't run after her whenever she storms out of the house, she will get mad at me again. If I don't reply to a message within a minute, she will once again get angry and the list just goes on and on. Her newest characteristic is threatening me that she will leave the apartment and break up with me completely if I don't do a certain thing for her. Also, she may tell me that she wants to harm herself but won't ever tell me the reason behind such an action and just prefers to stay silent. The only thing that shuddered me was making me choose either my postgraduate in a different country or her. She doesn't want another year of long distance dating so I have to choose between her or my future job. Unfortunately, she can't last to be even a day away from me, so I also had to cancel a lot of trips. And these are just some of the ways that her personality is, and I'm really confused on what to do next. I love her to the moon and back, but she is not the person that I fell in love with at first, and that honestly breaks me, and I honestly feel like I may have messed everything up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm surprised you're putting up with this, to be completely honest. The way she's acting is really weird. Like, first off, she's giving you ultimatums. She's saying, oh, I'm going to break up with you unless you do this or that for me. Like, what is going on? That is so inappropriate. That's incredibly rude, and that's seriously not okay. Also, the fact that she's not working and helping support the apartment is also a giant red flag here. Like, she needs to do her fair share. I really believe that she should get a job and do something with her life. Sitting in bed and watching you work is not going to be productive for anybody. If anything, it's just going to cause 
more tension. This is all really unfair for you. You haven't done anything wrong. You're trying to make ends meet in your life as well as your girlfriend's life. And she's just sitting there judging you while also making these horrible comments. And that seriously is so messed up. So hopefully the two of you can figure that out. And she steps up to the plate and actually tries to support you and the apartment. Because what you've described right now really does not sound like a good thing. And I really think in my opinion that something has got to change. Am I the jerk for refusing to buy my ex's daughter a birthday gift after he and his wife as well as his daughter all constantly treat me like garbage and make me out to be the problem in all of our lives? Here's what happened. So for starters, my ex cheated on me for most of our relationship. I found out during my pregnancy with our daughter and he had the other girl pregnant as well. My daughter was a June baby and theirs was an October baby. They also got married that following February. To say things between us have been tense is an understatement. My ex's wife didn't know immediately that he was with me or that we had been together since we were 15. She hated me for overshadowing her own pregnancy with mine. She hated me even worse when she needed an emergency C-section and had so many complications that a hysterectomy had to be carried out. The tension between us all then was at its worst. My ex's wife even wanted me to give up my daughter for them to raise both girls together as real sisters. And when I refused, we had all the drama that you could possibly imagine. I don't even think she would have been able to love my daughter had I done that. But I think she wanted more than one badly enough that she thought that my daughter would do since she was already born. My ex and I now communicate through an app mostly. We share custody of our daughter who's 14 years old now and exchanges happen at school pickup time to minimize the contact between us. This has worked for many years, though I know it's not ideal for my daughter overall. My daughter and her half-sister have a very high conflict relationship. It's over me and my ex's wife. My ex's daughter has picked up her mom's attitude towards me and dislikes me and believes I keep her sister from her real family. And my daughter doesn't like my ex's wife, which really annoys her half-sister. This has been communicated to me a number of times by my daughter and also by my ex, who will send me random text messages about it. I never respond because our mandated communication is done through an application. My ex and his wife had some financial problems over the last six months. For my daughter's birthday, she got a card and a gift card, and my ex told her in advance that he wouldn't be able to get her much. I was able to get her a present, though, as normal. I spent a little bit more this year and got my daughter a gaming laptop. She was so happy. My ex became aware of this when my daughter spent a little bit of time with her grandparents, and she asked them if she could bring the laptop to their house. My ex asked her about it, and she told him I bought it as her birthday gift. Now, my ex's daughter's birthday is a couple of weeks away, and he wants me to buy her a gift, something I have never done before. He said the money situation is still tight, and he doesn't want her to get nothing. I told him I would not be buying her a gift, and he blew up the application and my phone, saying that I should be doing this so that his daughter isn't left with a lackluster birthday. My ex said I have never done anything to help the dynamic with the girls, and never cared about the pain he and his wife were in, and this was one thing I could do. So am I the jerk for refusing to buy my ex's daughter a birthday gift? Because at this point, I'm really not sure, and I really don't know what to do. Your ex is really entitled. Like, seriously, why would they ask that of you? First off, this guy cheated on you. He cheated on you and had another family. And that's not fair at all. You didn't ask for that. You didn't ask to have a pregnancy at the same time as his mistress. And you certainly didn't ask for them to try and take that baby from you, claiming that they should be raised together as real sisters. Like, if anybody's toxic or making problems in this situation, it is most definitely the ex and his wife. They are clearly trying to set these kids up against each other, and their animosity towards the 
original poster is so unacceptable. They are literally the authors of these problems in the first place, and they're still trying to blame you for it, even though you didn't do anything. And honestly, there's nothing wrong with getting a good gift for your child. So what? You got him a gaming laptop. Is that really that big of a deal? How is that somehow a deal breaker? And how does that in some way require you to buy something similar for your ex's daughter or even something in general? Like you said it yourself, you've never bought them a gift ever. And also their daughter treats you like garbage and has adopted her mother's awful attitude towards you. Like, why would you want to buy her a gift? Like, it really seems like your ex is just trying to manipulate the situation. They're trying to gaslight and guilt trip you into doing exactly what they want. And that's so inappropriate. Like, that really is not fair. So in my opinion, first off, I would advise your daughter to keep her gaming laptop at your home because chances are she might not ever see it again if it goes to their house. But also, if I was in your shoes, I would do the exact same thing. I would decline in getting a gift and I would not feel bad about it in the slightest because these people, including their daughter, treat you like garbage. And in my opinion, if you want anything from me, you're going to have to start treating me with respect. Otherwise, you're just going to get nothing. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.